Welcome to today's Wisdom Workout. I'm your host, Daniel Sullivan, and today I'm going to be talking on finding a mentor. So I just posted a Medium article about the title is How I Met My Mentor, and so I thought I would record it in podcast and video format as well. Um, Now, I fully believe in finding a mentor. I think that personally the out so i was failed by the school system um you know i hated class i hated my teachers i hated my classmates and i'm not saying that it was their fault mostly it was my fault um and i just didn't care to learn i didn't care to pay attention um and so for me personally finding somebody who was um actually able to impact me was really, really, really important. Um, and so that happened. So I, uh, I struggled a lot in school. Um, and, uh, a lot, a lot. It just, I kind of barely, I barely graduated. Um, school was no fun. Not only was it no fun, I fucking hated it. And, um, just really a terrible time. Uh, and so I, would always try and, um, you know, get my sort of fix online. And what I mean by that is, um, most of my friends at that time were online because I never really hung out with anybody like in person. Um, and part of that, like a big part of that was just my sort of inability to reach out to people in person. Um, out of mo- mainly fear of rejection. And it was, it was honestly like so fucking bad that, I mean, I'd go to a friend's house and, uh, like I didn't even feel comfortable enough knocking on the door, or ringing the doorbell. Like I actually had to fucking call my friends if I went over to their house and be like, Hey, I'm outside. Can you come get me? Um, cause I just didn't feel comfortable knocking on the door. Like I literally had a fear of like knocking on doors or ringing doorbells. It was fucking crazy. And, um, so it was, it was really fucking hard. And, um, I was extremely overweight, extremely unhappy. And, uh, yeah, I just, I didn't want to be who I was. And so like every day, like the only thing that really kept me going was just hoping and believing that, uh, one day something would happen. One day something would be different. And at around that same time, I started working out and started eating healthier for the first time in a few years. I started losing weight instead of gaining it. And, um, and then I got to a point where I had plateaued and, um, it was the point after I had already lost 90 pounds and went from not being able to run a hundred meters to running a 643 mile. So obviously I was a little bit, uh, had a little bit of blinders on, like couldn't really see reality for what it was. And I was like, I plateaued, like I'm not getting better. I'm like, I was doing it for six months. And, um, and so I just became obsessed with reading articles, watching videos, listening to podcasts. And there was one podcast in particular, um, that I loved the most and it was Barbell Shrug, um, podcast and eventually Barbell Business and other stuff. But, um, like I just, I had the hope that like something was going to happen one day. And, uh, for whatever reason, like internally, like I just felt that, <clears throat> that one day I was going to be friends with, uh, the people who 
started Barbell Shrugged and specifically Mike Bledsoe and uh, had no idea how it was going to happen. You know, I figured I had to be a CrossFit Games athlete, um, you know, or a prolific coach or gym owner or something. I just, I had no idea how it was going to happen. And one day I was watching a interview with, uh, they were interviewing Lindsay Valenzuela. It was in the time when like Grid League was like trying to be a thing. And, uh, and like the first two minutes, it was like episode 127 and about two minutes in Mike announced that he was finishing his, like, cause he was living nomadically, um, doing like cross country road trips and stuff. And he was finishing his road trip in Encinitas, California, and he was going to live there. And <laughs> I fucking lived in Encinitas. So I, uh, was beside myself, if that's even the right fucking term. Like, I, I didn't know what the fuck to do with myself. And, uh, so, and I had no idea how the fuck I was gonna meet him. I was like, you know, maybe I just hope to meet him at a CrossFit gym one day or, um, you know, hopefully like I see him on the beach or something. Uh, and then after like, like I actually like couldn't sleep for a couple days. Like I was just like, it was so, uh, I was so nervous about it, which is kind of ridiculous. But um, a couple weeks later, I was like, "Well, I should probably not come off as a stalker, and I should just fucking email him." So I, I took me some time, and I finally fucking worked up the courage to send him an email. And uh, I didn't have his email, obviously, so I just emailed his like businesses emails and stuff like that. And then uh, he wasn't the only person in the business, so I was like, "Fuck, I, like, I hope this gets to him." And uh, a few days later, he responded to me. He's like, hey, I'm going to be in Encinitas in November. Reach out to me at this email in the future around that time. And uh, we'll set something up. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, yeah, and it was pretty crazy. Like, I went to breakfast with him. And at the time, like, all my ideas were shitty. I had no idea what I wanted to fucking do. Um, But I was just, like, super excited that I got to hang out with him. And, uh. It was like, I also, like, before I went there, I brought my fucking notebook. I actually still have that notebook, but um, before I went to meet with him, I was like, you know what? Like, what am I going to, at the end of the meeting, what am I going to say? And, uh, you know, so that, like, I can hopefully, like, continue to be, like, a friend and, like, hang out with him. And so, (laughs) I was like, (laughs) before the meeting, in my head, I was like, okay, you can do this. Ask him if you can add him on Facebook. <laughs> and then the meeting ended and uh, I was like, hey, Mike, like, I, I almost like walked away because I was like, I can't, do, I don't want to do it. Like, I'm too nervous. And uh, like, right as we were like about to leave, I was like, hey, Mike, like, quick question. He's like, yeah. I was like, can I add you on Facebook? <laughs> and he was like, of course. And so I did. And, um, that's kind of that. Like it, it was about another year before I actually saw him again because a lot of stuff developed, and um, I was like, "Hey, can I buy you breakfast again?" And he was like, "Well, now I'm doing these entrepreneurs' breakfasts. Like, why don't you just come to one of them?" And so that was really the start of our relationship. I started going to the breakfast, and lots of stuff. Ha- lots of stuff happened after that. So, anyways, that's how you find a mentor. Don't be afraid to email them, and even if you have to travel. Like, I mean, I was so like in my shell, like I just, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't have even thought to fucking do that. Um, which is kind of stupid. I was like, I have to be one of the best athletes in the world in order to get access to him. 
just fucking email them or send them a DM on Instagram. Like I just, I felt like I couldn't do that. Like I wasn't good enough to be able to do that. Fucking stupid looking back, but that's where I was. So if there's somebody you want to meet, just fucking email them or DM them. Um, and be willing to travel. Like if they live in another state, be like, Hey, like, I really want to talk with you. Can we hop on a call? Or, you know, I'm going to be in Florida or whatever, uh, you know, next month. Can uh, we meet up? And if they say yes, buy a fucking ticket to go to Florida or fucking drive there. Um, So anyways, hope that was helpful.